Once again, to Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman. This is Paul Golius. Hey there. And Dave Feudernick. Hey. And we. You want to take that again, man? That was kind of weird. Yeah, please do that again. That was kind of weird. Take it again. No. I liked it. He won't do it again. That's good. We're good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, And uh, we're back and we're. we're uh, we're talking about the uh, fifth episode of The Sopranos, episode uh, season one, episode five, college, college. And the ever iconic college. And yeah, go ahead, Dave. Apropos for the episode college, we have our very first guest, my Woo! college roommate, and first person I ever watched The Sopranos with, Justin Moore. Justin, welcome to the podcast. I'll match your O with a oof, Maron. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Very nice. Uh, Justin is a very talented actor, writer, director, okay. living here in L.A. Uh, we went to college together. Uh, and also, uh, he is a huge Sopranos fan. He came prepared. He's, he's, wearing, he's literally wearing a Polly Walnuts pin. I found this pin. Um, at, a guy was selling it. It was the only Sopranos-themed <laughs> pin I'd ever seen. Since then, I've Googled Sopranos pins, and there's plenty of them out there. But this is the only one I've bought so far. And Very it's nice. Of, uh, Mr. It's, Tony it's Sirico. an excellent purchase, Justin. Great Thank pin. you. I like I'm going to yeah, wear a pin. It's, good. it's yeah. a good like, I mean, uh, drawing you know. of Polly Walnuts. <laughs> it is accurate. It's unmistakable. It, yeah, very accurate. Yeah. Uh, a real gentleman would have brought a pin for everybody, but that's okay. <clears throat> I, 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 my goal actually is to like try to get as many character pins as possible and like wear one a week for like Very a year. Nice. I like that. that. You can't wait for mood. that Vito Jr. pin. Gotta find the <laughs> yeah. Vito oh, Jr. pin. I want a Hunter Skangarello pin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I, I think that. we should try to create a pin for every single Sopranos character. It would be a lot of pins, but if yeah, you could right. do it, that would be pretty cool. Very nice. Well, Justin, welcome. Thank you. Uh, as we said, we are talking about episode five, College. Infamous. Uh, an episode, episode that. Uh, I think a lot of people consider not only one of the best episodes of The Sopranos, but one of the best episodes of television and the episode that the show really begins. The show really kicks into gear, becomes the Sopranos that we know. Professor Polly, would you like to do a breakdown of the episode? Yeah, sure. There's, I mean, as opposed to uh, last week's episode, there actually isn't a whole lot to follow in this episode. There's basically two main storylines. We have uh, we have Tony and Meadow heading up to Maine to check out uh, some schools. Meadow's, of course, uh, going to college soon. Um, and while there, Tony runs into a familiar face in Fabian Petrullio, aka Febby. Uh, who is a former rat who has since... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're always a rat. Once a rat, always a rat. You're right. You're right. My mistake. Yeah, yeah you uh, don't get current, absolved from that. <laughs> yeah. Current rat uh, who's out of the witness protection program, I believe, though, and uh, kind of making his life as a, uh, a travel agent in rural Maine. He got kicked out 
this, this character he's obviously kicked selling out drugs. of the witness protection yeah. program. Mm. From, that's how why we think he got kicked out, right? He was doing Dude, more illegal assuming activities. Assuming it had something to do with the drugs. Right. And, uh, it wasn't like drug the FBI agents were like, geez, I, this guy's a bore. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Dude, no, but he is a loser. Like, how do you get kicked out of that? What a fucking loser! Didn't Henry Hill get kicked out of witness protection? Yeah, and he's a he was a fucking loser. That's true. Yeah. Howard Stern, he's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, his fucking drunk. lips like covered in like red wine stains. Who goes to Waterville, Maine, though? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, especially if you're it's if you're awfully close to Jersey, too. New Jersey. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like lobster, he's a, always yeah. a big lobster guy. Fed yeah, me. I mean you're going, you're you're you know you're hiding out in the woods in Maine, which he has a you know an insurance business in the woods. It's right. not a, it's not a travel, tra- uh, sorry, yeah, travel, travel, agent. travel agency, not insurance business. Literally that's, a trailer in that's the me. woods that nobody can business. ever possibly see. Apparently, it's right. literally in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, we'll get there. But so other other uh, plot line going in uh, is Carmela and Father Phil uh, first appearance of. Paul Schultz as Father Phil, I think, mm-hmm. um, because in the pilot episode yeah, when we like see him, different Father different, Phil, different actor, yeah. uh, much shittier actor, yep. uh, and uh, and they have a uh, a very a little bit of a, of a, little a spicy night, little spicy night, in Christian's the night house, yeah, exactly. Catholic <laughs> night out, yes, Carmela uh, looking fine with that pink hair in this episode. Mm. Yeah, we we mm. noticed that she there was like a Set weird design. pink tint to. The lighting on her hair. Her hair matched her house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know, which which makes me think that there's it's like a lighting problem. It had to have been. I've never noticed it until tonight. To be completely honest, it looked like she had like pink highlights. It could have been. Yo, uh, gaffers, you fucked up. (laughs) Hey, gaffers, we'd love to shout out the art department, but you're put on notice. Yo, look at yo gaffers. Look at the art department. uh, Art department. Look at what they have done. Look at the bar that they have set. Yeah. Fucking get your shit together. Yeah, seriously. Go back 20 years and get your shit together. Pink cute Sopranos. Making Carmella look like fucking Jem. Mm. Like a bottle of rosé. That's right. Chindan, chindan. We're not drinking rosé. But uh, could it have been the the color on your your sister's TV setting? No, I don't know. Okay, Mm, all right. Because it's weird that we all just noticed that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you bashing my sister's fucking (laughs) insignia TV? A little bit, I was. I was Dave yeah. also said while we were watching this episode that uh, Meadow Soprano reminds him of his sister. Yeah, well, the relationship between Meadow and AJ <laughs> was always very similar to me and my sister. Just like she's your older uh, sister. Yeah, she's, she's older yeah. sister, Ivy Leaguer, like very right. like book smart, mm. like like. And studious. you're a lot like AJ, and I'm a lot like AJ. <laughs> really stupid. Uh, yeah. Yells yeah. at his mom and uh, you know like you know it was a t- yeah my mom ter- and I had a lot of son, just yeah like, my mom and I did have a lot of shit dude we don't have to get into it did you but, ever, uh, did you ever bring your mom an egg and spill orange juice like <laughs> everywhere while you were doing it I do remember like bringing her breakfast in bed and it was like so depressing like <laughs> and then but, she- but much like AJ too you are a party planner now yes that is true <laughs> and I drive a Beamer. <laughs> You aspire thanks, to... Uh, Yo, thanks, Dad. Thanks for hooking me up with a sick job. I thought you drove a yellow <laughs> Nissan Xterra with the windshield uh, uh, busted out. For a while, no, it burned in the forest. <laughs> me and my fucking hot-ass girlfriend. <laughs> to you, this day, if I see a yellow Xterra, I just can't help but think of the Soprano. Oh, yeah, me too. Or, yeah, uh, along yeah. with Adriana's... Uh, what, what was that? A Sebring? That little... Oh, yeah. Turquoise car. Whenever oh, yeah. I see those on the road here in LA, especially like you just see those all the time. And when, whenever I see an Isuzu Trooper, what, what's the what's the car that like runs Phil's head over? <laughs> Dude, can't think of can't think of anything but Phil's oh, head shit. popping. 
Yeah. Um, oh shit. Yeah. That guy should have got an Emmy. <laughs> um, back to college. Oh, back to this Sorry. episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reeling us in, Spells. Yeah, no, I um, so Carmela and Father and Tintoa. You wanna start well. you wanna start there? Yeah. So we we sort of um we sort of get a hint in the pilot episode that there may be some sort of uh weird relationship between Carmela and her priest. Tony makes right. a few comments, I forget what they were, but uh but so in this episode, finally, we so we see Father Phil show up on a rainy evening, um, looking to uh, looking to looking to get that yeah like that get cold some, ziti. Looking to get some cold ziti, uh, <laughs> which Tony was looking forward to. We find out at the end of that yes. episode. But uh, but yeah, he gets some. He he he's got a Jones for Carmela's ziti, which mm. who doesn't? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I also have a confession to make, Carm. Uh, <coughs> I, I have a Jones for your baked ziti. Oh, <laughs> sure, anytime. I have some in the freezer right now. I can reheat it. it. It's so much better that way, isn't it? The mozzarella gets all nice and chewy. I like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound good. It does sound good. Oh man, it comes and, up and, with... and he is right. It's better when it's cold. Oh, it is. or it's better. It's better to eat it cold. Mm. But this is here's the fat guy talking. You can eat it cold, <laughs> or or you can heat it up. Yeah, I okay. would. I would. Okay. I would eat it cold. The one, like the best dish my mom made was baked ziti, and it was always better reheated. Always, oh, yeah. always yeah. better because it was a little crispy. Yeah, well, but crisp. there's something about yeah. describing the mozzarella is nice yeah. and chewy. chewy yeah. Oh yeah, Damn, I'm oh hungry. yeah, dude. Yeah. Father Phil, he may not get much, but he definitely gets food. He He's definitely a foodie. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, so they start out with some wine, mm-hmm. and they start out with some laser like discs. Like any good date. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what are they watching? They're watching uh, Remains of the Day. Were the they watching laser discs? Yeah, I, he mentions laser discs in the first episode. I don't know if they actually are. Uh, it's like watching why laser he discs. like he like wants to go over to watch them at Carmela and Tony's house because like he they have laser discs. Uh, <laughs> I gotta they, say they talk, they talk about Casablanca late, like the next Casablanca, morning. And yeah. He's like that print. Oh, that print. That I've never print. seen Remains that of the Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen Remains of the Day. I haven't either. I haven't either. Have any of us? It's a snooze. Yeah. I, I just think of waiting for Guffman like we were yeah. laughing about earlier. What, yeah, yeah. What, Remains what, of the Day lunchbox. Was it, was it, where did it come out? In the 80s? I don't know. I mean, no, all-star 90s, cast, 90s, right? 90s, uh, 90s, oh, yeah. Okay, 90, okay, okay, okay. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Uh, never saw it. I don't, okay, so none of us can speak to because usually when you see something on sc- like a character watching something on screen in The Sopranos, there's some like thematic connection. Well, it is, it is, so it is sort of like forbidden love, like that sort. Is of that thing. is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So that makes sense. Oh, that's what that's they're that, like that's care, the they're like caretakers. Like I see. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I just, I, Anthony Hopkins was like like holding his hands like at his face. I thought he was like maybe retarded. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I thought. And Carmela like can't handle the movie either. I've never seen right. anybody. I've never yeah. watched a movie somewhere like turn it off. I can't handle it. What? Right. Right. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna turn it off. It's yeah. a movie. That's what yeah. I thought. She was like in love with I don't know maybe like yeah, a guy who's like that. you know low intelligence or something like that. But maybe that's not it. (laughs) Guys, strange interpretation. What? That's a strange interpretation of that. Yeah, message us and let us know like what you think it remains of the day and (laughs) tell us the plot. Yeah, what what the thematic uh, relevancy is to this episode. (laughs) Spinoff podcast remains of the day. Just uh, just us talking about remains of the day. All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Uh, Sounds like the world's worst movie to be. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. Um. But yeah, so as the evening progresses, 
things get spicier and spicier. Ooh. They got the uh, they got a fire going that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Tony well, hasn't won. hasn't uh, hasn't used those logs since Lincoln split them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> great line and uh, great line. And then uh, and then Carmela uh, gets a call from Doctor Jennifer Melfi, mm-hmm. who previously Tony has uh, told her that. It, Yo, he's a man. Yeah, Jennifer is not typically a guy's name. Not, not typically. No, David. <laughs> but, uh, but so, but yeah. So uh, he had. I mean, I guess. Why do you think he he lied originally? Because do you think Carmela would have been that upset? That yeah, because ass- he, of course, because like he's like sharing. Like his thinking is like it's like another affair he's having. Like right. he's like having an emotional affair with a woman that like he's telling her things that he. Can't tell Carmela. But do you right. think, because she originally assumes, like, oh, did you tell him about your dad? Like, she assumes that it's a man, and he right. kind of just goes with it. And I mm-hmm. wonder if that if that sort of, if she hadn't done that, he would have tried to cover his tracks like that. Because I don't think that that she, I like, maybe Tony would have thought, but I don't think Carmela would have, like, really yeah. held it against him, right? She what do you guys think? She probably made that pretty easy for him. I think that he was always probably like, I don't know how I'm going to explain that this is, I have a female therapist, but the second that she says, Does, is he helping you? He goes, oh, well, that was easy. Right. Fix. Like, like, so, like, Tony, so he's, he's sort of just, yeah, it, yeah. like, lies come to him naturally. So yeah. when he's served one like that on he a silver platter, he kind of, like, the house one day. Right. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. Right. I don't ever think he thinks about women ever calling his house because that gets in him. <laughs> Into a lot of trouble. Actually, yes. the, the same thing ha- gets him into a lot of trouble yeah, it's like, uh, it's at the like, end of season well, why three Why does he have your house yeah. number? Yeah. Why does he have your home phone number? <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, 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 that is true. I never listed. thought about that. Why does Arena have his home number? It's listed. That. Did you call Oh, that's true. It's, of course it's, yeah, listed. it's listed. Obviously it's listed. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. A yeah, Soprano. Yeah. The, the phone thing, especially in this episode too, and like we were talking about, like the phone thing, it was kind of on the cusp of like people having cell phones and not having cell phones. And this particular right. episode was definitely people just not quite having the cell phones. Quite right. Yet. We see a yeah, lot yeah. of pay phones used in this episode. I learned yes. a lot about pay phones watching this. <laughs> um, I, I, I will say that like, uh, I think that also like Carmela may have been okay with it. If she, if he had just told her that, I think, I think he was a woman, but also I believe that she would have had a follow up question to that and he doesn't even want to deal with he doesn't want to go there oh what does she look like Uh, you know like or like or like oh but yeah exactly but but even if it wasn't a physical thing like i think actually thinking about it now karm might have been jealous whether stated or not about tony being able to open up and pour his heart out to a female therapist where she and not her yeah right okay all right so maybe that's tony's So maybe we don't know we gotta get edie in here to (laughs) yeah I, I feel like any, I, I mean, you know, I hope this doesn't come across as a sexist comment, but I feel like oh, any wife might have an issue with their husband being able to speak to another woman of course. better yeah. or more openly than they can speak to them. I think so. On an instinctual level, you want to be that person. Right. And, and and it's vice versa, too. Like, I like I would want to be that person for my girlfriend. Uh, but you understand, we understand uh, therapy on a level that, that, you know, it's not it's not that sort of, they're not entering a relationship like you have with your significant other. I mean, right, right. Carmela might not understand that. Right. Uh, she she's she says off the bat, you know, uh, therapy doesn't address the soul. You know, she doesn't understand like what therapy is for. It shouldn't be addressing the soul. It shouldn't be, you know. So so maybe she would have uh, not really understood that relationship. But anyway, moving on. Uh, 
the evening, uh, we want to stay with this storyline. We'll just see it out to the end, how it, the sure, culmination. Sure, sure. So she gets it, a phone it, call. It is funny because like everybody remembers this episode for Tony killing uh, Febby. Right. It's named and, College. It's it's about the college storyline. Right. And, and really, like I, I mean, the best acting is Carmela in this episode. And like, Edie oh, Falco won her first Emmy for uh, for that episode for this yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like not well remembered. <laughs> I, I know, and it's it's crazy, and but anyway, well, so a, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Justin. No, I was just gonna say that you know, there's you know, it's like Tony dealing with a drunk Meadow, and it's Carmela dealing with a drunk priest. Exactly. Right. So yeah. it's, right. It's, it's it's kind of like two sides of the two main characters of the show, and at this time when this particular episode premiered in what was it ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this was like our first kind of showcase. Of mm-hmm. the two main characters mm-hmm. of this show, and right. I think it was a really cool uh, representation of these two characters mm-hmm. in particular, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that, like going back and forth and intercutting and match cuts and stuff, where where the two narratives kind of feed off each other, and uh, you know, um, uh, there's there's one moment where uh, Carmela is confessing to Father Phil. You know, I think. Uh, uh, what is it? I've forsaken for what's right, for what is easy, and um, I have a feeling that God is is gonna um, punish me for uh, all these sins that I've been, you know, kind of, uh, you know, part of. She even uh, calls right. him out. She goes, "You know too, right? right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. This stuff too." But then, and then it cuts uh, right when she says that, like God is God is basically out for me. Uh, it cuts to Febby with his gun in his car about to murder her husband and possibly her daughter. Right. So there's a lot of that sort of back and forth, uh, which which is brilliant and which just, um, you know, like like makes both the storylines better, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so ultimately after Carmela gets that call from Melfi, she ends up confessing to Father Phil. They have this weirdly sexual uh, communion. Uh, he slips her the wafer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, she's close she's up of her. Yeah. She doesn't have to kneel. Right. I mean, I guess like I don't know. Do you have? I guess. Yeah, maybe, she could have crouched. Maybe they have to be above. Yeah, like not when you take communion. You don't have to. I mean, I, I haven't been to church in a fucking real long time. I accidentally, guys, I, guys. I, I, I know about communion. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm the you know. Am I the resident Catholic here? Like, I just grew up. Catholic. No, I grew I grew no, up Catholic. Too. So, so, so hey, Perfect. okay. So Perfect. you and I are gonna talk right, right now. Yeah, this is the because... first time we've had two Italians on the uh, podcast. <laughs> two Italians, <laughs> Catholic, raised Catholic, uh, and I, most of the time I gotta shut up because most of the time these two are railing against Hasidic Jews or something <laughs> like that, and I just gotta yeah, be quiet. They suck, dude. No, <laughs> they fucking suck. Uh, but this I, this particular episode is very much about. Catholicism, and yep. if you grew up Catholic, there are elements of this episode that, to me, I can't help but think about. You know, priests that I knew growing growing up, who mm. our family knew, we just mm. saw them every Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. But, you know, but I none, none of them ever came to our house, and none <laughs> right. of them ever hung out with my mother right. alone. Right. So yeah. there's really nothing. That's surprising right me. About Your mother this. is lovely. Justin. <laughs> she's a, she's a lovely woman, and lovely priests woman. wanted to hang out. How's with her ZD? <laughs> Um, she, uh, I, good, fine, but it's not <laughs> for the record, but for fine, the, it's fine, fine. but yeah. not, not priest worthy. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, as I remember, I mean, you, you got communion, you could go up and, and get away for, uh, every, every, every Sunday and you just get in line oh, and you're standing Yo, you up. You can get yeah, away dude. for every Sunday. Every Sunday, man. I did it accidentally in Oklahoma when I was, How uh, did you accidentally get what? communion in with, Oklahoma? Well, you, you, well, you I'll tell you a story quick. 
It was like I was with my uh, aunt and uncle and my cousin on a on his baseball field trip, like his traveling baseball team. We were in Oklahoma. <laughs> I came with them. Story. I came with them for this fun. This is made up. I feel and like. no, it's not. It's yeah. not. And uh, we they they were Catholic and like pretty religious, and and they wanted to go to church, so they went to this big mega church in like Oklahoma. And I'm just like you know going through the motions or whatever, and then everybody gets up and starts walking, and I'm like. I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Uh, I might have been younger than that, 11 or something. And uh, I just like go up and, um, you know, she gives me the wafer and I just take it and I go, thanks. And I walk back <laughs> to my seat and the, up the aisle in this big church, she stops the line, walks back to my seat and she's like, you, you, ha- you have to eat it. Oh, man. And like, she had a weird voice. And um, <laughs> What? And I was she like, was possessed. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just ate it. And my aunt's like, you just took your first communion. And I was like, oh, cool. Dude, you <laughs> accidentally <laughs> receiving a sacrament. <laughs> That's like me I'm accidentally sorry, getting a brisk. 100% true. I was yeah. also baptized, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I was barbed. that story? That's oh, 100% man. true. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm Jewish now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, so she okay, receives so anyway, the sacrament. Uh, Is that weird? The story? That's hilarious. Uh, you know, they they end up uh, they 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 drink a little too much of that sacramental wine. Nice. Carmela get uh, yeah. Oh, good call. Attentive to detail. Detail you are, Justin. And then uh, uh, <laughs> shut up. Help settle the stomach. Uh, That's right. And Carmelo gets the call from AJ. He's sleeping over at Jason's. He's been playing Nintendo for uh, eleven hours. He's been playing and, Nintendo uh, for his whole life. <laughs> right. And uh, and so they're gonna have the house to themselves. And then that's that, I don't know. Like things sort of uh, just the the air gets let out of the balloon, and they kind of just like fall asleep with their heads uh, right in the moment when they're about to. Uh, like buddies. Like yeah, like they're right, right in the moment when something might happen. Um, he uh, Father Phil. Uh, either chickens out or he legitimately gets sick from too much wine and runs to the bathroom. We get that like Dutch angle of him like leaning against the wall Mm -hmm. and we hear him vomiting. Uh, And then they both sort of, you know, cooler heads prevail and they both kind of call it a night. Um, Let's uh, let's switch over to the other storyline. Let's uh, let's talk about what goes down in Maine. What goes down in Maine? Um, well, first off, they start out uh, going to colleges. Yep. Bates, um, Colby, Bates, Bowden, Bowden, all Hit, the greats, all the gems. I can't think of another one. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so and there. then, but so they're on the they're in the car <laughs> ride up there and Lobster and, U and uh, Lobster University. <laughs> we all know that. Uh, no. And and Meadow just sort of out of the blue, just like lobs this at him. Are you in the mafia? Am I in the what? Are you in the mafia? Are you in the mafia? And it's kind of, it's kind that, of that like... That clip is used, like, a lot. Are you in the mafia? Am I in the what? Yeah, it's oh, it's one the... of the most infamous clips and scenes, like, in The Sopranos. Yeah. It's just great. You weren't expecting that moment where head-on confrontation was coming so early in the series. You would think that... But they, but they lead into it, like, remember the last episode that, you know, um, she she's telling AJ, yep. Yep. like... You know what our father does, and like that whole plot line, like to end the last episode. Yeah, with uh, uh, what, was, <laughs> what was, was was the website? Was the it was like Geo's mob, mobsters, mobsters, mobs, oh, yeah. 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 And you open it up, it's like a MySpace Mo- page. It's like gunshots. <laughs> yeah. to go yeah. Joe, megamob.com. Me- yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Joe, I thought you were supposed to buy that URL this week. Yeah, come on, man. Someone beat me to it. 
<laughs> just last week? Yeah, I don't Somebody know. Somebody listened to the I, podcast. I, yeah, I know. I think so. Nobody beat you, Dewey. You just decided. No, it no, wasn't no, worth dude. It. Someone beat me to it. Someone who listens to the podcast, they're like, yeah. <laughs> You can have it for $10 million. I was like, okay, man. Yo, th- I don't know hey, who you think you're dealing with here. If you bought that URL, email us. Let us know. We won't be mad. <laughs> just let us know, though, just so we know. But, yeah, it is a great scene, and it's an important scene, especially between uh, Tony and Meadow's relationship. Probably uh, one of the most important. I, oh, I would, yeah. I would say so, and it sort of sets the tone for their relationship going forward. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's uh, – you know, Tony sort of comes clean, not completely, but you got to like really in the moment you give him credit for at least coming partially clean. Yeah. Being, her. being somewhat honest about right. it. Like, um, and, and she gives him credit for that too. Right. And she does. And, 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 uh, throughout the episode that continues to be tested and that's what they sort of set up early on. It's, I think it's within the first 15 minutes of the episode. Just also, it's the, the it's the first time that, cause then she goes on to be like, mom, like is like so in denial about it. Like, it's the first time we're like uh, of many times where Meadow is like so complimentary of Tony and mm. s- like s- spewing negative shit towards Carmela. He even tells her at one point, I can't remember which episode it is, but he tells her at one point, like, you know, I think he's drunk. It's like season three or something like that. And he's sitting there and he's like, you know, a lot of people say you're like your mother, but you're all me. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that because he really does. He sees himself and his daughter in so many ways and, you know, how, how her brain works. Because she is. She's really smart, Meadow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She and, is, yeah. Um, I think she's too young to know how to use those smarts at this point in the show, <laughs> but she is a brilliant girl. And I will say too that the, I generally am annoyed by <laughs> Meadow Soprano, and oh, this yeah. particular yes. episode, she's also very annoying. I'm not gonna lie, but I also will say though that for you know the sake of the character and the actress, like this is probably the best she ever was. Oh, she yeah. She was at her youngest. Yeah. But also, like, just being able to play opposite of Jim Gandolfini like that, yeah. too. Like, as a young actress yeah. and hold his own and really challenge him and keep him on his toes. Yeah. That's really impressive. Well, I, think. I, I read really good in that dinner. Mm-hmm. I read. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I read something about um, an interview with uh, Jamie Lynn, and she, she recalled that uh, during the table read of this episode, usually, you know, um, uh, Gandolfini was at the head of the table, and when she walked in, he he like relinquished his seat to her and said, this is your oh, episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he, and, and, and it really is so like, cool. she, like really like she, she, you know, holds her own against him. And, mm-hmm. and she's that, really that good. scene in the restaurant really is good. It's, yeah. it's very well directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very well directed. She comes off very natural, that relationship between them, that loving relationship. There are a lot, I've noticed like, uh, when we were watching tonight, like there are a lot of like really good pauses, uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, in, which I assume are intentional pauses mm-hmm. between the two of them, like in the car, in the restaurant, yep. like the, the, the uh, stuff between them really breathes like very well. It's like yeah. very, very, very well. Directed. One of my favorite lines ever that she, that in the entire series of the show, honestly happened, happened in this episode where he says, geez, you know, right. when she tells him, I, we were taking speed for a while, dad, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And he says, geez, right under your nose. Like you would think, you'd know. And she goes, no, you won't. Yeah. Right. You'll never know. I and I think that, that's really that says yeah. a lot to I think I'm I'm not a parent, but I think yeah. to parenting. Like you're not gonna know what your kids are doing all the time. And that's Yo, that's, you got rid of your kids, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know, I got a little tired of them. And I left them in uh in New York. Took them up Hell to yeah. and left them. Hell uh, yeah. I don't have But kids. yeah, but yeah, that's something that early on, especially in the series, um uh the Sopranos was really like connecting with like everyday average Americans living in suburbia dealing with raising children in modern America. And that's something that I think really hit home with people. 
Um, but yeah, so as the episode progresses, that sort of new established uh, truthfulness that, that Tony and, and his daughter have is sort of tested when Tony runs into, randomly at a gas station, I think, uh, a rat who uh, named Fabian Petrullio, who, uh, who, what, 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 did he say specifically what he did? He just, he, he, like... he sold, he sold H and then, uh, he got busted and he, uh, he basically ratted out like a bunch of people from the, it, it a... sounds like, like it was a huge hit to the Sopranos crew. Mm. He was a former DeMeo family so- right, soldier. Right, right, right. And right. then I guess he ratted out a lot of people, including, I think it was Jackie April. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Jackie April knew him, and and um, he gave info that led to the April convictions. Jesus. And he yeah. said it like killed his father, basically. Yeah. Like, oh, it, his father it, had already been yeah. sick at the time, right. and that inform that and like, like put him over the like, top. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. So so Tony is, is established that this isn't just any guy. This is right. somebody who Tony really has, uh, you know, a vendetta against. And so when he runs into him at this gas station, there's that crazy scene where he's like trying to follow him, but he's got his daughter in the car. Right. And she's who's talking like, to these really old guys for some weird reason? I always thought yeah, that was yeah. weird. She was like a young girl, and she's talking to these like older dudes. I'm like, why <laughs> no, would Tony ni- be okay in, with that? In '99, yeah. that doesn't seem to be a problem because we already talked about how uh, Carmela wasn't like startled by the fact that Brendan Filoni was like trying to holler at Hunter. <laughs> right. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. also so, they don't they don't get a lot of pretty girls up in Maine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, the few that we saw in this Shout episode. Shout out to Maine, yeah. Joe. Yo, Maine, you, Dude, you, know, here, you here, know what it is, Maine. I'm, you know what it is. I'm here to rip all the states. <laughs> Maine, oh, shit. you're number one. Oh, damn, spells. Whoa, damn. whoa, whoa. I can't I can't hate on Maine, dude. I got a lot of good times in Maine. No, you me know. too. <laughs> Booth Bay Harbor, yo, shout out to Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. Anyway, yo. Yeah, Haiti cool. <laughs> National Park, cool. Bailey's Park. Campground, Maine. Yo, I love it. There we go. Big shout out. I have to visit Maine one day, so I'm going to keep my yeah, mouth shut. Yeah, I have not. I have not had the privilege. Or well, uh, maybe yeah, well, then sh- that's it. crazy. Cool, then anyway. shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, uh, so yeah, Tony puts a call into Chris. He, he thinks he spotted a rat. We get the all the exposition about what happened, right? Uh, and uh, and Tony ends up doing some snooping around the town. He looks him up, and turns out he is he's running a um like a travel agency uh with every like his ad in the in the phone book is like italy it's like i'm italian come to me to send to you to italy he's got got the posters and the right yeah and it says on the ad to ask for in quotations like freddie or something like that like why would you put that on an ad Yeah. yeah Good job disguising he really gave himself, himself away. He's like, just in case I forget my new name, call me Freddy. Um, but but yeah. So and then don't forget to come to uh, biggest rat in the Northeast Travel Agency. <laughs> uh, but then but but then the cat becomes the mouse when when oh, yeah. Febby uh, love a good turn when Febby. Uh, uh, gets how does he how does he figure out that Tony might be after him? He starts getting suspicious. It's, he saw him. He at saw the gas him. Station. Yeah, he, he saw, saw him at the gas station, station. that oh. initial time. He saw him because then he goes to talk to Tank yeah, at the garage. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. did anybody uh, did anybody <laughs> yeah. talk about me? Ask for me. <laughs> New <laughs> York sounding. New York yeah, sounding. Yeah, yeah, just general New, New York, York sounding. You know, like, like us, uh, like us. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. does sound a little bit like Big Puss. Oh, dude, he does sound. And then, so anyway, so there's there's a bit of that tip for that. It was weird when he's like, tone, not in the face. Tone, not in the face. (laughs) That was weird. Yeah, a little foreshadowing. Um, No, but so, but so, uh, 
Tony eventually. Oh, and then he almost kills Tony outside the hotel. He's he's yeah, got has a in clean his crosshairs. Uh, that could have been the end of Tony. Then uh, quick easily. little side commendatory. The uh, the fucking Midwest couple that shows up to their uh, their uh, oh, motel the room right like next fat door. People with like yeah. the front asses like coming out straight like, from the uh, early bird special. Like ah, open the door. Like yeah. well, I was laughing earlier. I was saying of all the things in the show that Tony Soprano gets saved from, like his life is on the line in so many moments in oh. the show, and the things he gets saved by. Whether it's like a glass of orange juice or a bottle right. of orange juice or right. like old people ch- trying to open their door, yeah, there's all kinds of things that have saved him over the right. years. Right, but um, I like no, he's the luckiest people. fucking person. He's ever. the luckiest son of a bee out well, there. Well, so we were talking about it, like yeah, so so there's this theory that uh, that Meadow is really Tony's guardian angel throughout right. the series, um, and this is probably the first example of how she. May have saved him because Fabby tells him, like, when Tony's eventually choking him out, uh, he, he tells him, him, like, I could have killed you that night at the motel. I saw you with your daughter. I, I said to myself, look, he, it's just a coincidence. He's coming up. He's taking his his little daughter to schools. Um, and, and through that, Fabby decided to not kill Tony when he could have easily. Right. And there's other instances throughout the series where Meadow is sort of, uh, sort of protects Tony. The first thing that comes to mind for me is, uh, you know, six seasons later, but... Uh, Tony coming out of the coma, the coma dream when yeah. you know when he's about to hand that briefcase, you know, to uh, to to Tony B disguised when he, when, you know, my whole life's in that briefcase. He's about right. to he's about to go towards the light basically and relinquish right. his life, and then she, then he hears Meadow's voice calling him, "Daddy, don't don't leave us, Daddy, Daddy." Right. He, he hears the echo in the trees, like it's kind of this beautiful moment, and that's kind of what pulls him out of like, you know, out of death's door there. And then Justin, you had pointed out. I think you you said like the final scene at Holston's, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I I wasn't sure if you guys want to get into the final episode, final yeah, moments yeah, of yeah, final yeah. episode. No, yeah, we can assume that everybody. But I will say though has. that I I think that one of the reasons my okay look I, I guess we're just gonna go here. I'm guess yeah. I'm gonna go out there. Tony Soprano was shot in the head in front of his family at Holston's diner. That's how the show ends. I agree. That's my theory. I've I watched the show enough times to that is my theory. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. It all goes black. Like Bobby Bacala said it would. Mm-hmm. And um, all of these scenes of people coming in through that door at Holston's are basically his POV. Um, so then when it all does go black, it's basically like, you know, I, long story short, um, Meadow wasn't there. She was parallel She's parking. She's trying to parallel park. park. She can't and park. And she wasn't yeah. there right. with him. Therefore, he was killed. And because all these other times, she's what, been there to kind of yeah. protect him in a way. And that's that's that actually really put some pieces together for me because what are the reason in the final moments of the show does david chase uh like put a focus on meadow trying to parallel park what reason like like why is that interesting why is that important and if it's if it's to say look his guardian angel is not there to not there to protect him right now i will say so i just saw uh alan sepinwall uh did a q a at skylight books out here in la uh this past sunday and he was talking about when he and um, his co-writer were writing the Soprano sessions, and they were sitting down with David Chase. And this was before um, the, uh, I believe it was before the finale actually um, aired. And just stream of consciousness, just like not even thinking about it, David Chase said, "Well, you know, when uh, when Tony gets uh, shot at the end, and just like, and they were, and they looked at each other, and they were like." 
did he just say that Tony gets shot at the end? Right. And and then I guess his co-writer brought it up, but they were like nervous to even mention it because they were like, if we mention this, like it'll be the end of the interview. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and he actually did mention it, and he was like, I said that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, um, and he like tried to cover his tracks and stuff. So yeah. I do think that, and it's and, the most tragic ending ever, and it's actually probably one of the reasons that I still am such a fan of The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Is it's well, such yeah. a tragic thing to me that i think of how it pretty much went down and yeah. and uh it, it is there's a sadness to it that he, mm-hmm. i mean he, he was he was killed there was probably his brain matter was splattered all over the onion rings and all over the jukebox mm-hmm. and his son and his wife and as his daughter's coming in from right. parallel parking like she witnesses it it's mm-hmm. probably one of the most tragic things and it was so tragic that they could never put it on camera they could never that put they it on had camera. to right. just cut to black right I mean, I I appreciate that they didn't just because I do think that it makes the show continue to be rewatchable and like so not no, not right, but yeah, you can know, know but but they don't know. They know, but they don't know. Yeah, uh, from, from the first episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pussy talking to Chris. Yeah, about but, Emil. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, also I think a little bit of that was uh, David Chase in a rebuke to people who wanted who in the entire series rooted for Tony Soprano for him to get you know kill whoever and this and that and they they were thirsting for violence and then all of a sudden they turn on him they 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 want to see him uh, you know he with his played brain both sides of like, the fence right yeah. he didn't want to give the audience that he yeah. didn't want to like definitively say one thing or but another, for those but, of us like here at this table right. who are fans right. who really yeah. dive into every episode and find those little details he really does i think spell it out for mm-hmm. you in many right. regards yeah, the right. whole season does right. the it whole oh, show it, does to me like I, it did in the moment and it still does when i rewatch main america mm-hmm. it it still just feels like it's very obvious that he maybe doesn't die right there don't but he, stop yeah <laughs> yeah but that, but that will but never he, ring differently. Is, he's going to get it eventually. He's going to get it eventually. Exactly. But, so, but I mean, to bring it back in, like this yes. is this yeah, is the, br- the brilliance of this. Yeah, he yeah. Just spells Joe, Joe's checking his stocks no, to, right to, now. To People are in, listening like, yeah. because they want to know about this episode, College. Okay. Yeah, but while we got no, our I guest know, Justin kidding, here, I'm we might as well get his take on the finale. We might as well get everybody's take on the finale. Back to College. Joe's doing his fantasy draft right now. By the way, the relationship between Meadow and Tony is really palpable, though, in this particular episode yes. yes and i'm glad that that we had this episode to kind of introduce their relationship for sure yes and uh yeah point point being like the sopranos is so intricate you could take any ser- any episode that we talk about and relate it also to th- this the is the f- you know episodes. we've talked in previous episodes about how like uh, the tone is weird the it's still very sitcom-y there's still like remnants every episode of like they haven't gotten away from that jokey right. like sitcom right. feel this is the first episode where there is no none, none of, that. of that jokey stuff. Yes. It feels very real. The jokes are there. There's still a the lot jokes of are fun there, moments, but it doesn't but... feel like but um bump. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they also this is the first time that we see Tony Soprano are which at this point five episodes into season mm-hmm. one, people are kind of being introduced to him. This is the first time we actually see him kill somebody. Right, and right. I'm glad you're bringing that up because that is that is something we need to talk about because this was a battle actually for David Chase. Yes, because um, at the network when they like did not give a lot of notes. Chris this, Albrecht, yeah, yes. was was he he said you know he he said to David Chase like we can't have our main protagonist of the series 
murder somebody in cold blood while he's taking his little girl to college to visit colleges. Right. He said he Tony hasn't earned it yet. We're only five episodes in. We don't know how the audience feels towards him. We don't know. We haven't seen him. He hasn't earned this murder, basically. Right. And David Chase said, "Look, if he is up there and he sees this guy who put all these people he cared about in jail and might have been, you know, the last stake in the coffin for his dad, then if Tony doesn't do something, then he's full of shit. And right. then the whole entire show is full of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. and Chris Albrecht was like, yeah, "Okay, you're right. look, can't do, argue do, with that. Do it. Can't argue with that." And and it, it and it changed television forever. Forever, yeah. yeah. Um, and and to and this, it was brutal too. I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a polite little friendly murder. I mean, Tony's he's a brute in oh, when he's no. killing. They, it could he like David could have easily just shot him. Some ground, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. A silencer like Tony could have shot him from afar. Maybe that was like a, so and so says hello from hell. Right, and it's like, right. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, a little more palatable uh, uh, manner of of murder, but. Uh, but they really went for it, and this is the episode where, like, all the critics and everybody was like, "This show is is something like we've never seen before." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and Justin, you said while we we're watching that, uh, TV Guide said that this was the second best episode of television yeah, ever. Yeah, this is this is. I, I read this. TV Guide said that College is the second best episode of television ever, behind Seinfeld. Uh, the the contest. contest. Also. An amazing episode of television. Yeah, I think it's two, a, two of my favorite uh, I, shows. I, I'm not sure I would. Uh, I would, if we're looking at it from a standpoint of how it influenced television to come. Like I don't. I'm not sure the contest was as influential. As whoa, this. whoa, whoa! No, yes, dear. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. You're uh, right, dude. No, TV yes guys dear. always been anti yes, dear. Dude, fuck yes them. Dear? What was yes, dude? Dear? Fuck them. I don't even know what yes, dear was. Yes, Michael Malley. <laughs> yes, dear was third. <laughs> I saw Michael Malley at a movie dude, theater one Dude, time. if you work for... Is TV Guide still a thing? Dude, if you're out there and you work no, for TV Guide, you fuck you. You've always been anti-Yes, dear. Dude, fuck off. Uh, but so that, that's that's sort of like... <laughs> Damn. Dave's always shit. got to go on his rants, whether it's dude, about tired of this uh, shit. Hasidic Jews or, or Michael Guide. Malley uh, shows. Oh, um, man. But no, so... so Where uh, am I? Actually, the, the one of the writers of this episode... What did we say his name was? Uh, John Manos His name Jr.? was James Manos Oh, James Jr. Manos James Jr. Manos yeah. Jr. Yeah. James Monsignor Hans Jughead. Monsignor yes. Jughead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he won an Emmy. Uh, he and David Chase won an Emmy for the writing of this episode. And we were we were joking in the opening credits where we just watched it before the podcast. And we were like, who's this guy? Because I'm not sure how many oh. other... Pre- like, can't remember seeing him in the credits wrote. again. Yeah. Uh, but he went on to create the show Dexter, which is also... Which- uh, like anti-hero a, a killer like, yeah. at yeah. its center right and for this episode to be the first episode where tony becomes a killer in the audience's eyes uh that that sort of makes sense it's this was also like, the first episode directed by alan coulter too oh. Who, oh, and he ends legendary. up directing game of thrones I, about 12 yeah. 13 more sopranos episodes including lot, like yeah. season openers oh, season yeah. finales oh, yeah. and game of thrones i think he directed the pilot of game of thrones did he? I think, oh, he, I I think, think he did. I think yeah. you're right. I'm not 100% on that, but, but I think you're right. But I mean, he really HBO established like, himself yeah. as a director, I think, for this particular episode. So, for sure. And, um, yeah. Uh, it's it was either him or, uh, um, what's his name, son, from Ada is Enough. Uh, 
What the fuck? Michael Malley? Tim Van Patten. Tim Van Patten. Yeah, okay. Might have been Tim Van Patten. Yeah. Both those guys. But both those guys like, directed a lot of Sopranos episodes. Yeah. And, and yeah. a lot of like just other shows on HBO. I'm yeah. pretty sure they both. But also, too, if it's like the first episodes. one, it's like you, they have to have been paying attention to how this person directed this particular episode, and that that's a that's a you know an arc that they want to keep following. They want yes. to follow right. that. Uh, yeah. You know, Steve Buscemi's directed episodes. He's directed yep. a few, mm-hmm. and. I think he they kept bringing him back because Meadowlands was such a great episode for yeah, him to direct, yeah. you know. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, this was just a, a benchmark episode in like almost every aspect that you could you could think of. Absolutely. Um, and for all you guys saying, yo, the main discussion was long. It's because this is a a, a no, pinnacle not- episode. Uh, we had to talk about it for this long because this episode is. Uh, I think the 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 best of uh, season one and and uh, one of the most important episodes. Yeah, we can just um, cut out Dave for like every anything Dave says. Yeah, this, that's this true. Part, and we can yeah. short. Did we it. talk about the ducks? How there's ducks? Oh there's yeah, so many Justin, ducks. Do you in this want to episode. say anything about the ducks? Well, I was what, just what gonna say it, it was it was one of those things. That I, I I mean, it's one of the first times that I think that they bring back the ducks in season mm-hmm. one. It's a mm-hmm. season one episode one pilot thing, and it's one of the first times that they actually bring them back. Well, we see and, the duck like uh, it's a painted like. Duck, that's a decoration yeah. on, his, oh, yeah. on the travel agency's uh, on the travel agency thing and uh, thing, and then you know after he like kills him, he looks up into the air and he sees the duck. Sees the and duck. there's also outside Great of shot. the travel agency trailer, there's two duck wind chimes. Right, oh, right, okay. right, right, yeah. Um, but they definitely play up the duck stuff in this, and right. they have a nice wide shot, which I can imagine was shot with a crane yeah, of him crane looking shot. up into the sky, mm-hmm. which Beautiful isn't an shot. easy shot to set up if no. you do any kind of film work. And and so they definitely took that as a very emotional, a, like scene. yeah, that yeah. was an important shot that they wanted. Um, did you guys like I I all like watching the series? I always I always wanted the ducks to come back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I was always just rooting for that moment. They kind of got away from the ducks. Those the they show did. Went I, on, think, I think I think I think the series animals. is better for it. Right. It might have been too easy to yeah. They like went I wanted like ducks animals. to like fly into Holstens at the end of the yeah, that's why everybody wanted the ducks to come back in like the last <laughs> Save episode. Save them. Just the bookends. People Did like you order the duck thing, onion like... rings, Dad? <laughs> They're cooked in duck fat. <laughs> it all comes fat. comes around yeah. full circle. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 brother. Uh, brother. Oof, Maron. <laughs> but, uh, all right, kids. I think... Uh... I think that's that's good. I think so yeah. too. So much stuff happens in this episode, yeah. and you, we can't possibly cover it. But no. um, it's such a simple episode, but it's also such there's so, so much information and in, intricacies in it that are fascinating. up is a new segment here on Oh, a Sopranos podcast. Professor Pauly's Pop Quiz! Basically, what's going to happen is Professor Pauly, you all know and love him, is going to ask us 
10 questions, and uh, we're going to see if we can answer them correctly. And yeah. uh, follow along at home and see if you can answer Yeah, if all you're these playing questions. at home, feel free to answer to uh, whoever you're listening with or just yourself. If yeah, you're lonely, just shout it out yeah. if you're just sitting Might be at by home. yourself and lonely, and you know, just listen to this podcast to make yourself feel less lonely. Right. So, Scream out the answers. Hey, yeah, just yell it out. Self quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you get all 10 right, Shoot us an email. And we'll, we'll whoa, 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 I heard shoot first. I was like, whoa, whoa. Shoot yourself in the head. All right. Because <laughs> you're a loser. Shoot yourself. Uh, okay, go yeah, ahead. So, so okay. uh, these questions generally uh, get harder as we go along. I'll start with some softballs. Oh, and also these, these questions, they, uh, they sort of stem from the episode. Some of them are within the episode. Some of them are just inspired by whatever's going on in the episode. But, okay. but they can be encompassing of the entire series. Gotcha. Right. Okay. All right. So, number one. What colleges were Tony and Meadow visiting? Oh, man. Bates, Colby, Bowdoin. I knew you were going to know that. I, you, was I was there another amazing, final answer? Really. How many are there? Do you not, can you tell us? There might have been, I'm not going to tell you. Not there me. might you have been four. No, there's only three because the, the, the oh, season opens Bates, and Bates, he says two Bates, to go. Yeah. Bates, Colby, Bowdoin. Yep. Yeah, that's our final I agree. Answer. Final answer. That is correct. Yes. Nice. Three colleges. You said that earlier. It, I was really yeah. impressed. I was yeah, like, good job, to, Dave. Yeah. Pays to have a sister who was smart enough to get into Ivy League schools. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Portland State. Not yeah. good for Metal Fuck Soprano, you, Lobster okay? U. Not on the list. All right, so uh, <laughs> number two. Another softball, I feel like. Where did Tony go to college for a semester and a half? Seton, Seton Hall. Seton Hall. You all said semester and a half. Right. Semester and a half at Seton Hall. A um, little harder. Question number three, if you want to say it all together. I don't know if you guys know. Where did Carmela go to college before Montclair out? State? Montclair State. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. And she dropped out. Yeah. She did drop out. Doesn't like... Couple doesn't, losers. I've been to Montclair State. Oh, have you? Yeah, my sister did nice. play there. Any nice place? It's actually not that bad. Did you, yeah, have, nice. you get communion there by accident? I got communion there by accident. <laughs> and they had me teach a class on it, too. Impromptu. I love the world in which uh, Spellman just, like, stumbles into places and receives sacraments. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys handing out sacraments? That shit is good. Oh, I was hungry, and they gave me something. What? You're a church. Spells, if you ever walk in somewhere and they start giving you your last rites, uh, be worried. Okay, so uh, number four. We're moving right along here. Ooh, these baby. Are easy, these are easy. Um, who did Febby uh, make, a, make a bust of for Jackie or Priya while in prison? And who does Christopher say he thought it was? Frank Sinatra thinks it looks like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> very well nice. Done, very Justin. nice, Justin. Well done, Justin. Yeah, he knows the, the lips, right? I thought it was Shaquille. But, right. but the one in the episode that we see predominantly is Ronald Reagan. And he with the big lips. That's, that's how Tony recognizes yes. him as the rat. Because right. it has big lips. lips. Big close-up. Actually, that's kind of strange that there's a big close-up of Ronald of Reagan's lips, lips yeah. and then also Carmella's well, lips. Well, Chris she... says that at one point. He goes, he needs to work on his lips. But motherfucker needs to work on lips. On lips, yeah. yeah. And so there it is. All right. So... Another, another casual racism, though, in Uh-oh. the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, the there lips was... look like Shaquille's. Yeah. Which there was that, and there was also a... Um, and saying that he, she's going to go to India and get diarrhea. Yep. Oh, right. Yep. Anyway, just to throw that out there. Casual racism. They always throw we a little bit. Not, the, not the first time uh, they jabbed uh, Indians, because then uh, there's also, uh, at the end of season two, the, the season two finale, yeah, ghee? Uh, ghee. Clarified right. butter. Clarified right. butter. Artie just also hates Indians. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, question five. You guys are killing it. What does Father Phil remark to Carmela really makes all the difference in her ziti? When it's uh, frozen, when it's frozen and it's the mozzarella is nice and chewy, chewy. reheated. There's a specific thing that he remarks really makes all the difference. Oh, think about it, guys. Have I stumped you on question five? The mozzarella. I think it's the mozzarella. Mozzarella. Final answer. Yeah, mozzarella is nice and chewy. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, it's nice and chewy. You guys, consensus? Final think, answer? Final I answer? Think so. I can't think of Sure. I, it's probably not, but. Maybe y'all got it at home because these guys didn't. It's uh, red pepper flakes. Oh, these red pepper flakes. Fuck, you're of course. Right. Really make all you're the difference. You're totally and I find right. That they do. I yeah, but, but also, fuck that, dude. You put them on yourself. Yeah. I like no, putting the red pepper flakes on myself. She, yeah. but she, and but and she, do they not make a difference? They do, but like, is he implying? I guess, I guess is he implying that, that she baked the ziti with the red pepper? Yeah, no, I mean, you could do that. I know a you, lot of Italians can. too who would but be very mad there. if you added stuff to their. She just goes ziti. there. She just goes, man. I'm. You're gonna like it because it's gonna be spicy. Yeah, and you're gonna like it. Yeah, Justin, She's as our first it. guest and an Italian, kind of. What What do you think? Yeah. Well, so is Paul. Quasi. Yeah, Paul's also quasi Italian. Have you beat? I'm That's 75% okay. Italian. What okay, you? you're more than I am. Okay, what are you like? Well, Justin had like? Justin had a little Italian flag in his room in college, so he's pretty <laughs> right, Italian so that to me. might make you more Italian than me, actually. <laughs> I don't know. You both but don't was, look what Italian. What was your question? <laughs> Yo, are you, like, uh, what do you think about the ziti with the, the red pepper flakes baked it? I mean, I, always, I honestly, I never really mess with red pepper flakes unless it's on a pizza and I'm feeling ballsy. But sure. other than oh, that, sure. like, I don't really mess with red pepper flakes, so I don't know. I've see, never put I, it on see, ziti, I'll tell you I, that. See, I like putting it on top. Yeah, yeah, myself. I, I like I oregano, and I like. I, I, sure. I'm like, ooh, ooh, nice surprise. I nice surprise. But I, it, I come um, from an Italian family, also, and and you were saying that you know if you add anything, that's an insult. Yeah. But I, I gotta tell you, my, all my family piling on the Parmesan. Piling the Parmesan is one yeah, thing. That's just the, the accoutrement. Pepper, like but like, if you um, add salt and pepper, like, oh, fuck oh yeah, yourself. no, no, no. Yeah. 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 Doesn't uh, Uncle Jun also describe uh, Carmela Ziti in a you know like in other? She episodes? must have some killers. He says that he puts something uh, in. I don't know if it's uh, basil, like the fresh basil. Oh, yeah, the, basil. the fresh like basil. Of basil. Yeah. And then also, I think he comments on like maybe she uses like the sweet sausage. Right, right. We're gonna have to make this this particular episode. Was very. I mean, the whole show is food, wine centric. Yes. But right. this particular episode yeah. was very. I mean, well, shit. I was, father, father I was ready to eat a communal wafer by the end of it. I know, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the schnorr, the yeah. schnorr, my favorite uh, Yiddish word. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to question six, you guys got one wrong so far. Damn it. Whatever. Fuck. Uh, Did we? What is something that Febby Petrulio? And Vito Spadafore have in common, and I'm looking for something specific here. They ass they, <laughs> <laughs> they both love leather. Uh, they both ran away to New England. They to both they bur- get away. They, yeah, they both. They both away to New work England. in body shops, or they both have worked in body shops. No, no. Uh, they both were volunteer firemen. You got it. You got it, Justin. Oh, Justin. Nice, that's Justin. What I was looking Forgot for. about wow, that. Wow, man. That is, done. that is a great that's catch. Right. They did both run away to New England. They bo- yeah, well, so but that is both, better. I was looking for, they both ran away to New England. On their I forgot that you ran away to New England, too. And what is it about New England volunteer firemen? I don't know. I don't know. 
I guess there's a lot fire. of fires in New England. Oh, well, it's fucking boring, dude. Jesus, people just setting fires and oh yeah, volunteer firemen. Nicely done. That's now, funny. I mean, they bring that back. In a yeah, way? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of yeah. strange. I guess it's kind of a callback. I didn't think about that. You're right. Um, good call. Good call. Good All question. Right. This, this next one, I feel like I should put a time limit on. Okay. Okay. Spells. You gotta. You gotta. You yeah, got a we should. We should definitely put a time limit on it because uh, I have one of those phones to that 20. doesn't have a timer. <laughs> Well, you have a, a fucking Android, so maybe. Oh, know. all right. What what is the question? It <laughs> uh, Joe's put, put still like... checking his stock, so he can't <laughs> possibly bother. Hey, they're up. <laughs> put one minute in there. One minute. I'm gonna give you guys one minute. Stop mealy mouthing. Well, these Stop these mealy terror, mouthing about these your stocks. Stop mealy mouthing. Stop well, mealy these mouthing. tariffs are actually helping my stocks. <laughs> Some of my income comes from stocks and blah 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 blah. blah. Stop mealy mouthing. Donald Trump. <laughs> Nicely done. Okay, okay. So Eat my dust. Eat my dust. That'll okay. trust. That's a great Fatty line. Is the first rat we see in the series? Name five other rats. Go. Jimmy Petrill, right? No. Yeah. Ray Curdo. Ray Curdo. Big Pussy Bombacero. Adriano De Serva. We got four. Ray. We got four. Um, we got four. Oh, um, uh, 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 Jimmy the Rat. Jim, oh, you said Jimmy Petrill. Um, um, there's one more. Hang on. Uh, um, what's his name? You wore the fucking hat. Oh, um, oh Jack Mazzaroni. Jack Mazzaroni. Jack Mazzaroni. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll oh. take it. Even though he's not in the mob, but well, yes, no, but he is a rat. He was a rat, though. He is a rat. We'll take it. And he wears the fucking the rat hat pack. at the diner. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah. Um, so you guys. I'm on the road game. I'm on the road game. You guys named Jimmy Patrill, uh, Big Puss, Ray Curdo, mm-hmm. Jack Massarone, and Adriano Lacerda. Adriano Lacerda. Uh, you missed Eugene Pontecorvo. Yeah. Sure. Jimmy Altieri. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which I, I feel like a lot of people might not know the difference between Jimmy Patrill and Jimmy Altieri. Yeah, Jimmy were... Altieri got, was the rat who got killed uh, in place of Big Pussy, basically, at the end right. of season one. Yeah, still right. kills him. Do you guys know who Jimmy Patrill is? The really fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy. No, that was Jimmy Altieri. Jimmy Altier. the, the fat guy. I mean, that's everybody. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Patrill's in the. He's in the New York crew. He's in the New York yeah. crew. Yeah. He was responsible for right. taking down Johnny. He's Sack, got the. Right. Gr- he's got the white hair. He looks like a fat fucking Gandalf. Fucking. Oh, that guy. I'm talking about Gandalf. the guy. He does. He has black. <laughs> he, he's in the scene with the where they eating the lobsters. Uh, no. No, that's Jimmy no. Altieri. You're thinking Jimmy Altieri. Oh, but you weren't saying he was no, a rat. No, Jimmy Patrill. No, they're, he was. They're both rats. Was, That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. They're both saying. rats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Patrill is in the New York crew. No, I know. Yeah. You could also but say... But I was saying uh, that, yeah, Jimmy Altieri was the fat guy that I was saying. Right. Yes. Right, right. What's his yes. name? The twin brother of... Larry Boy. Larry Boy. No, Larry Boy wasn't. No, Philly, Philly, Philly Parisi. Philly Parisi. Philly. Patsy's brother. He wasn't a rat. He was just talking shit. Yeah. Oh, he was just talking shit. I he just he got killed right. for talking shit about uh, but, 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 but Larry Boy Barisi uh, actually did give information to to the feds. Oh, right, right. He ended, That's right. It was. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, yeah, so okay. anyway, so uh, question eight: <laughs> uh, Which three characters that have appeared in every episode thus far in the series did not appear this episode? Polly, Sil, Sil, and just Gangarella. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, is Adriana in all those episodes? Um, I'm not gonna say. Oh, Melfi, Melfi's. Oh no, she is in it. She is in it. She's in, the, she's in it. 
Oh, I'm no, sorry, I'm guys. Not... I have amendment. Uh oh. Oh, oh great. You fucking up the quit your quiz. Four, four characters. Four, four okay. characters. Yeah, Adriana. We all we all Crit. remembered when they were writing the Declaration of Independence, and immediately Ben Franklin was like, "Oh, actually, amendment, amendment, actually <laughs> change, no, change." Um, <laughs> uh, so was it Adriana? Adriana, Adriana, Polly, Sill, Polly, Sill, Chris. I mean, there's Hesh? a lot of characters Hesh, that, that weren't has in Hesh this been episode. In all? No, there's so many characters they have not to be in this in episode. All the previous four episodes right. as well. So I would have to say Sill, Polly, Adriana, Adriana. But she, she wasn't in the previous four. She was only in the, like the one or two. No, no, no. Four. She was in the first one. When she's the hostess in the first. Maybe that was she, her yeah. first. And then they decided like three episodes later to make her a character. I feel like she was in every episode we watched so far. No, huh. was she not? I don't know. Um, I'm not saying I'm terrible at this. Yeah, dude, Professor. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Uncle Junior's not in this episode. He's been in every episode. Uh, of- Olivia, uh, Olivia, 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 in this episode. And and walnuts and Polly Walnuts, Silvio, yeah, Uncle Junior. All right, that's our final, final answer. answer. Final yeah. four. That is correct. Yes. All right. Nicely done. Nice. It only took us eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it took a little bit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Group effort. Group effort. Uh, question nine. Which seasons did Father Phil not make an appearance in? Oh. Ooh. Um, hmm. You know what, though? Season he, he five? A, yeah, I would say like five and six because he kind of has a falling out with her. When they're, when they're separated, I don't. is he around at all? Well, at one point, I remember, like, she has confession. He basically leaves her in the lurch. Right. He basically says, look, I don't know what to tell you. Deal with it. He scared me. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. Um, and, um, and, and and I think that, uh, yeah, I would say, I don't know, five and six, maybe? Uh, I would agree with that. F- five and, are we separating 6A, 6B? Uh, sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll say five and 6B. I would okay. agree with that. Final answer? Yes. Yes. Incorrect. Oh. oh. He does not appear in season two. What? Oh, Interesting. Really? Uh, really? And he appears in every other season uh, besides six people. Oh, uh, my God. I'm remembering of the scene of him in the final episode, too. Of... Oh, no, which, no, maybe no, not. No, he's, no, he's, no, he's right. not in he's 6B. Not, he's in 6A. He's in 6A. And he is in 5? Uh, he is in five. Yeah, huh. yeah. He's at uh, he's at the party briefly for Marco Polo. Uh, that's right. That's, right. that's what yeah. the last episode I'm thinking of is uh, for Marco Polo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There's an Italian allergic to pomodoro. Uh, right. At, uh, Johnny, Mr. And Mrs. John Sacramony request. Oh, he's he's there. He's in that he's episode. In the wedding. Yep. Yeah. He is there. Wow. Um, of course, there's food being served. Yeah, of course, yeah. he is. <laughs> Schnorr. Okay. Uh, so you guys are. Uh, Six for nine here. Ooh, nice. nice. We could be better. Could nice. Be better. Let's see. All right. Six Ten. for nine. <laughs> nice. Final question. This is the first time we see Tony kill somebody. Can you name all the others oh, we know boy. Tony personally murdered in this uh, murders in the series? Bevilacqua. <laughs> so many. Bevilacqua. Uh, Puss. Puss. Uh, uh, Ralph Cifaretto. Ralph Cifaretto. Chris Moltisanti. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Oof, this is good. You're missing some obvious ones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Actually, you're missing one obvious one, really. Um, 
We've got four, and I will tell you there's a total of eight, including Febby Petrullio. Including Febby? Yeah. Uh, there's a total of eight. So, like, so that's five. Oh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, fucking oh, yeah. Tony, 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 Tony B. Obviously. Tony yeah. B. Tony Tony B. B. Um, Kills all his cousins, basically. Uh, oh, so you, you have six right now because you have uh, Bevilacqua. That's Puss, six. Puss, Ralph, Ralph, Tony, Tony B, Febby, and Christopher. Christopher. Uh, and then there's so what? Missing kind one? of. Kind, there's, there's one you're not going to get. <laughs> Actually, there's both these two you're not going to get. Should okay, yeah, sure. Oh, wait, wait. One of the guys that tries to kill him. Uh, oh, when, yeah. when, when Livia and, uh, and Junior put the hit on him, doesn't he shoot one of the guys? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't no, he, 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 he just, he like, oh, he just like the car or something like but, that. Uh, I will say that I, I'm pretty sure that same episode or, or maybe the episode after that it's, it's end of season one. Oh, I don't <laughs> you know. You guys aren't going to get it. I'm not good at season one. Yeah. But, and there's an obvious one that we've up? missed. No, 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 there's no. Yeah, you got all the obvious ones. I kept wanting to say one of the Russian guys, but it was, he never kills him though. He just right. Him in a yeah, Christmas he just he beats window. a lot. Like yeah, like he beats the, the shit out like, of people. Who but, is it? Like the right. guy in John's Pizzeria, like he fucking almost kills but right. doesn't. Uh, do you guys remember Tony uh, pulling a gun out of a fish's mouth and shooting Chucky Signori? Oh, kind of, yeah. 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 Cartoonish, yeah. stupid kill. Yeah. Like, just in like that. a fucking, like, oh, yeah. just, there's like, he had a, he's, he's in public, like cars are driving by. Like, right. Yeah. We're going to get to that. I yeah. forgot about that. Chucky Signori, he was What an guy. unnecessary Yeah, or maybe death. it was, was that season one? Or was that season that two? That had to have been season one. I think one. it was season one. Yeah. I think it had to be. Um, and then the other one that. is sort of, kind of, do you guys recognize the name Willie Overall? Oh yeah. Well, that's because that was his first kill right. when he was there a kid. You go, and then they this they is why bury we have Justin him. Here. Yeah. Well, they they bury him at his uncle Pat's farm, and then right. they talk about Polly or Polly talks about how that was his first kill, and he was there with him, and they right. killed Willie. Right. Right. That was your remember, first, right? Remember one episode? Remember one episode when they? And that was like, your first, like right? Little yeah. flashbacks, and you see like guy in in like a gray i forgot that we see yeah. that yeah. i remember that that was his first kill yeah. i forgot that we they actually do a flashback see it. and you hear like a young polly go do it kid <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, that's right right uh so yeah that was that was the hardest one so you guys were six for ten all right okay, it's not bad. okay. all right okay that's not pretty bad. good um, i, like I could have done better but I, it's all right but uh i think we should have been better and uh um i don't want to do this podcast anymore right? <laughs> Jesus. i feel like uh such shame well, we'll be better next listen, time. Listen, I'll say real quickly, thank you for having me as a guest. I feel absolutely honored to be a guest on your guys' podcast. Hey, oh, my pleasure. I listened to, there was only one other, like, Sopranos podcast I ever listened to in the past, and I remember the whole time being like, oh, I wish I could have been on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, we like, uh, we like to bash the other, yeah. we like to bash the other Sopranos podcast on here. Um, I won't we'll shout it. I won't name it, but, but we love them at the it was another time. one we that also, I listened to, and uh, we also love them. Shout out to Time Immemorial; they've been very supportive. Hey, oh, cool! Hey, uh, I like Time Immemorial. Oh, very, very nice shout out! Shout out to Vincent Caratola who uh, retweeted our uh, meme of him this nice. week. So That's true. I don't know yeah. that. Thank you, Caratola thank you, Vincent. Sopranos, Sopranos Con going on right now, right? Sopranos Con is uh, happening in uh, November. November. Yeah. We uh, it's uh, they got Frederico Castelluccio. Joe on uh, there. promos for it. I yep. think Dave yep. wants to have his second bachelor party there, so he <laughs> might be there. We'll probably just do a second bachelor party. Two yeah. weeks before his wedding. That's um, right. That's right. Uh, but uh, um, yeah. But why don't we? Uh, that was fun. 
Yep. I enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, Professor Pauly, for the quiz. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, it Great quiz. Gave me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I was <laughs> back stress. in school. You really had back to in college. Yourself. Yeah. And uh, speaking of college, this is a theme this week, and I thought we'd take a couple minutes at the end of the podcast to uh, talk about our college experiences since Justin and I went to college. Uh, I uh, had not. I had seen this episode before, as I mentioned, um, I think in our first episode, um, but I hadn't really watched the show before. And Justin and my um, uh, roommate in uh, freshman year of college, this was in uh, late 02, early 03, his mother would overnight uh, season four episodes on a VHS to us, and we uh, would watch on Monday. Uh, and Mike uh, Magnoli and his Mike and Magnoli. His, shout out to Mike Magnoli. Mike Magnoli uh, thank man. you, Mama Magnoli, for he sending us. Hey, he really did introduce both of us to this show. I didn't yes. know anything about Sopranos until Mike Magnoli came along. But Justin, you also bought the first three seasons on DVD, I which on DVD right was a away. baller move when yeah. we had no money uh, well, freshman year of college, oh, and yeah. and you had. Uh, Magnoli had the first season on VHS, and we had a VHS <laughs> player that, too, that we yeah. would watch season one on. Yeah. We played a lot of uh, uh, Vice City. A lot of Vice City. And we, and we watched a lot of Sopranos that uh, freshman year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Did you guys and, ever do a, a marathon? Did you guys ever like sit down and watch a season in Not together. I mean, not I together. personally. Yeah. I've yeah, yeah. probably binged. I, 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 I do this as a bragging right, but I also do this to explain to people how insane I am <laughs> that I've probably been as the Sopranos. I'm I'm mid season five right now on yeah. my probably twenty third binge. I'm nice. not kidding. Wow, you. Dude. It's got to be in the twenties at this point. You, I can't say. I just can't stop I watching did, the show. I did watch it all the way through um, because HBO was showing it mm-hmm. live uh, for the twentieth anniversary. So that was the first time in a long time I had watched it all in a row. We've said on here that like we come home uh, and we'll watch like three random episodes here no, or there. No, 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 no. When I was in college, I sat through an entire season in one sitting. So you're like the first one binge sitting. watcher. I we we did it. Yeah, we wow. we went we that went. Hey, you can you got who with who? Uh, uh, my roommates at the time, Saki, who you know. Oh, shout out guy to Saki. Guy sucks. Uh, Anybody my, cool? My friend down the hall, uh, Brian DePala. Uh, Never met him. He sucks. From Bergen, New Jersey. Um, oh, but yeah, so obviously our friend Matt Hackoff did not. Where my watch. dad was born. Bergen, no, this was Bergen. freshman year when I. Oh, for, oh right, he day. wasn't. The, he was busy killing women uh, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sidetrack. So, yeah, so. If you guys haven't experienced a Soprano season in one sitting, I highly... It's intense. I, 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 I will tr- say, I, I did think about us doing that for our last episode it's, ever. It's a little dicey towards the end, but it gets <laughs> it gets in a, like a, like between 11 and 12 hours because each episode is like 50 minutes. Right, right. Whatever. And there's so, but it's 80 like, something episodes. If you episodes. start at like 6 o'clock at night, you're going to be going until 6 in the morning. You know? like sure, you're, sure. You're, you're, you're going... Like a long time to be sitting and watching. It. I, I will but say there's things you realize watching it, like back to back, like that. Yeah, like I you credit see like the callbacks and stuff. Some of like the like like that's when you re- start to realize things about the Sopranos. In it's the like, end, it's yeah. like taking drugs. In the end, that's the thing like, that I love the most about the show is that um, 
there's always something new to discover. And just the other yes. day, I didn't realize until your guys' podcast, and I'll repeat this again, that that wasn't actually Martin Scorsese. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize that until Kundun. literally Kundun, a couple of weeks it. ago. And I've watched this sh- show 23 freaking times, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. So it's always something to discover with the show, and that's Definitely. the reason I keep watching it. Yeah. Uh, I do remember, uh, Justin, when we were living together in, what was it, 04 or 05? The poster, the poster we stole? Oh, we, oh, we also <laughs> stole, uh, a friend of ours was a bartender um, downtown in, in Manhattan, and we stole those Sopranos glasses from, because uh, they, they were pushing season five, and they like... Uh, and there was a season five poster in a bus stop, and yes. we broke... The bus Broke stop the bus open, open. <laughs> so that we could take the poster out. We ripped it out and we hung it <laughs> on our wall at 84th and York. That's right. And Yo, shout ripped, out 84th and York. By the way, I just went back. Time. Gourmet walk gone, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it Best is. Best Chinese dude. food ever. Yeah, best <laughs> uh, but I do remember uh, we were so fucking psyched up for season five. And do you remember uh, our, our other roommate, Jeff, made that quiz of like, 50 questions about like what was going to happen in the uh, season and we all had to guess and like we put money in and we stuff had parties like, and stuff Our, uh, yeah we do like sunday dinner six, and... we had sunday oh, yeah, showings yeah, yeah. Yep. and then the big finale the big season five finale was a really wild one because we had our friend daniel alberico and we had a big party yep. and if you remember the end of season five the cops show up to johnny sack's house no bullshit. The cops showed up to the thing that we were at. And it was oh, right. the weirdest thing. And it was because that they Not had the heard, first time. It, they, but the police showed up. It was this weird experience. But <laughs> yeah, I, um, I call college and most of my friends and just New York in general are so representative of The Sopranos for me. That's why oh, yeah. I think I like the show. It's like I can go back and reminisce about college and, and New York. and, and uh, it's just, By the way, do you remember when I flooded our um, entire apartment building yeah, and yeah. Uh, the FDNY showed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, we you were on the so much you clogged the toilet yep we were on the uh fifth floor walk up top floor and uh yeah flooded the whole building so that was a fond memory (laughs) fond memory came home there was water dripping off of fluorescent lights we're like this isn't good nope (laughs) that poor uh married couple they were probably like our age that like the age that we are now and they lived directly below us they probably (laughs) hated their life If you oh. ever want to have me back on this podcast, I'll tell you all kinds of weird oh, we'll theater next stories. Man. Oh, you'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You made, you made your bones tonight. Man. Hey, that's thanks, right. Guys. It was awesome yeah. to be you were here. Great, dude. Uh, you you got to come back when uh, you know. Oh, listen, there's in college. There's certain <laughs> episodes, and I'll just I'll just throw it up. I'll be like, listen, I'd like to discuss this episode. When there's oh, a good Meadow awesome. and Caitlin scene, then we'll then you guys will talk about. <laughs> you know, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, Beauty uh, was definitely the Caitlyn in that, re- that oh, relationship, oh, yeah. no doubt. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for being our thank you first for having guest. me, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, I feel honored, truly. Absolutely. Uh, and as always, uh, hit us up at osopranos at gmail dot com. If you have questions, concerns, you want to let us know what we're doing. Osopranos pod at gmail dot com. Oh, excuse me. Oh, pod at gmail. Uh, and we're at oh at osopranos pod at uh twitter and instagram uh i'm also at, at david Futernick. paul is at paul Golius. joe is at joey spells yeah. justin where can we find you you can find me at www.justinmorkmorck.com and uh, my instagram handle is justin cognito but unlike my instagram handle i'm pretty out there so. very nice <laughs> right. excellent excellent Ooh. all right as always Oh! Oh! Oof, Maro.
Till next time. Mother, don't you recognize your son?